recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast, brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Funny Music Podcast. Uh, Luke Ski will be joining us momentarily. He's running late, so we figured we'd start without him. By we, I mean me and Chris Mazalesta. Hi, Chris. I'm not Luke Ski, but I will be if you'd like. No, I you're can not. Be. <laughs> okay, well, please I'll don't. One time. Luke is enough. Um, I was uh, Larry Tritel was not able to make it tonight, and we were not able to schedule a pre-recorded interview with him. So we will just talk about him behind his back when uh, the song comes up, like we always do. <laughs> <laughs> So, welcome to episode 585 of the Funny Music Podcast for September 2nd, 2021. That's a sticky mutation. That's the name of this week's episode. Try to work it into our conversation this week. And there's a Luke. Hi, Luke. Luke's in his car with a mask on. Oh, no, it's not a mask. It's just... No, it's just the sun. <laughs> the sun's going right across the bottom of your face. It looks like you're wearing a mask in the thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> so our tribute to kenny mccormick yep <laughs> so luke's driving but he can tell us what he's been up to hi luke what you been up to oh wait i gotta do the thing let's get well with what devo and luke have been up to since last week or else devo if luke bailed and didn't show up hey what no he's right all right go ahead <laughs> Uh, well, um, I, uh, <laughs> I basically have been, you know, working my job and then I had two days off and, uh, I made this to-do list of like, you know, my, my post pump fest to-do list of things I should get cracking on working on that I was all gung-ho to work on. And then I basically spent most of that two days off, like sleeping and lounging and not doing things. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of things I actually did do. Uh, I've been doing a lot of Carrie that myself. I, yeah, Carrie and I got on Zoom and finished. Uh, um, like we had everything recorded for a uh, bad rapport before Fump Fest, uh, but you know, without me having done the "What's Luke Plugging Now" segment yet. So she said, "Well, why don't we just record, you know, together what's Luke Plugging Now, and then that'll be like the end segment of the show." So we did that the other day. So. Since it's two of us talking back and forth, it may be like the longest version of what's Luke plugging now ever. <laughs> uh, I may even need to put like a music break in the middle of it. I'll see when I actually start assembling the thing. Yeah. So, um, and I also went out to see the movie Free Guy last night, and that was a fun movie. So, oh, was it? I, I wanted to see that. Uh, I haven't had a chance to yet, but I did want to see that. Yeah. It's good. And uh, tonight, after the uh, pot. Podcast. I'm going to go to uh, drive out to um, another neck of LA and meet up with Tony and our friend Morgan, and we're going to go see Shang Chi tonight. So, uh, so that's cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, that's about all I've been up to. Um, although I have decided um, I'm going to do my best to do at least one drawing per day and then post it on my social media um, for you know. You know, both for fun and also because it's, it'll probably, you know, make my social media seem much more like I'm an artist looking for work if every day I have a new drawing up there of some kind. Mm -hmm. So, 
So we'll see how that goes. So what have you been doing? Um, a lot of post-convention depression, a lot of not doing a whole lot of stuff. Um, I've been, uh, I, I did, you know, I had, I had a bunch of FumpFest uh, stuff, you know, to wrap up and still have a little bit to do. I'm still waiting on the final numbers from Doornail for Table 27 and whatnot. Um, and then I think that's the last thing I have to do. Uh, but uh, I started working on the video for the Fump Volume 88, which is going to be one of my patented behind-the-scenes uh, Fump Fest videos that, that I shot while I was there. Um, it's, it's mostly just a couple of quick, you know, selfie videos of, hey, this is before the con we're setting up, and hey, we just did Friday night and it wasn't a total disaster type thing. And then in between with, you know, short clips of the various performers and panels and stuff. Um, so the, the video came out pretty cool. It, it came out to about 17 minutes long or something like that. I may go back and, and tweak it a little bit, but I think it's, I think it's pretty good. Um, and uh, that's about it. I've been trying to get back to working on my, my recording booth over there. Um, I actually bought primer and paint for it. I just haven't actually done the priming or painting yet. Um, but I was helping out my wife upstairs with the shelves, which for those of you who are friends with my wife on Facebook may have just seen that she posted the finished product of the shelves that are like now built into the wall in the office upstairs. It looked really nice. She did a really good job with it. Um, so now that that's done, hopefully I can work on my thing and get my thing done and then we can get the house back together because holy crap, it's a mess. So, so Chris, what have you been up to? How was your fun fest? Oh my Lord. I'll tell you, uh, triumphant from every possible angle, every possible angle, uh, many wonderful things went on the whole time, even before Fumpfest, because, you know, there was beef, mm, beef, 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 uh, yeah, uh, Portillo's Italian beef, <laughs> but even, uh, even with, with all that, uh, as, as little sleep as I got over the weekend, it just didn't seem to matter because it was, uh, uh, so triumphantly epic from again for many reasons I'm glad to be uh, talked with my therapist about this just today as a matter of fact I just felt really validated uh, to have been welcomed back so warmly uh, or, or bigly uh, by, by everybody <laughs> and uh, and and stuff like that uh, and of course uh, what, what what else can you say about uh, hanging with Dr. Demento and then on top of that, hanging with Sulu and Beefalo Bill mm -hmm. and everybody else that, that was uh, there and hanging around. All By weekend. the way, that uh, little selfie video that you recorded with Dr. Demento after I think he got off stage from his Festival of Dementia, I think it was. Yes. That's in the middle mm -hmm. of the video. <laughs> oh, the good, podcast. good. <laughs> I was just going to ask you, should I send you that? And then I forgot I already did. You did, so, yes. Yeah, because I've already offloaded it to the uh, my backup uh, computer thing. But, oh, yeah, I mean... Everybody brought an A game other than I would say other than the, the tiniest bit of like uh, technical difficulties that we have that we had and that's going to happen from time yeah, to time. Yeah. I mean, so what? But everybody brought their A game. Uh, I thought you and I were both going to shit our pants during Bill Larkin's set. Oh, God. I, uh, yeah, uh, I, thought, I thought you were going to pass out. I mean, oh, my God, that yeah. was so funny. It was it was beyond incredible, and and uh, the pictures, the photos that uh, Jenny's sister Tina took throughout the weekend, mm -hmm. she got so many of him doing that grandpa tune <laughs> that 
you will look at these pictures out of guess the context and you go what in the hell is going on with this guy it, it they're, fan, they're phenomenal if you haven't seen them but it's really something else so uh, yeah and the, the funniest thing for us was uh it was you me and ian behind the curtain and we hear you know the audience is laughing hysterically and then we hear this like squeaking coming from the audience and ian goes that's sarah <laughs> yeah yeah i had i had a a direct shot of of, of sarah and shoebox just losing it watching that watching that song <laughs> There was a lot of amaze balls uh, over the weekend, and uh, it's amazing. Just you know, a, a year of waiting or two years for yeah. pretty pretty much two years of waiting. Is this going to happen? This was such a big deal, and a lot could have happened in that period of time, and miraculously didn't. No hitches that I'm aware of. Uh, no, nothing major. I, I mean, you mentioned the microphone issue we had, uh, the stream issue we had on on Saturday morning. Um, I couldn't get the stream working uh, before the state of the font panel, uh, but I managed to get it working like ten or fifteen minutes into nuclear bubble wrap set. So I mean, it wasn't you know it wasn't the end of the world. Um, yeah, I mean, I apparently have a corrupted sound file, you know, of one of Carrie's songs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the issue of playing back, uh, you know, the songs, but uh, Carrie's thing. I mean, stuff like that happens. Like I remember in in twenty sixteen when Dino Mike was on stage, and all of a sudden his his computer blue screened. You know, right? There's nothing you can do. You know, because it's just it worked before. It doesn't work now, and there's no reason for it. You know. And then it's like, thank you. Yep. <laughs> you know, thank you for coming. Tip your wait staff just not too far over. I wanted to uh, tell Chris something that he may not have noticed. Um, on Sunday, uh, you know, Carrie, Carrie being, you know, the mom and such and can't always, you know, be there for all the things, but she came down, she was wearing a t-shirt like ordered directly from Four Seasons Landscaping Company. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, if only she'd been down here during the BS Resistance. <laughs> right, right, right. Or like get a picture with you guys. Hey, like Rudy, Rudy, <laughs> I, he's not here. He must be someplace else. It's great. He's at the uh, he's at the place. Yeah, uh, Four Seasons, Frankie Valley, uh, Frankie Valley, or Silicon Valley uh, liberals. You know, or whatever. You know, yeah. There was a, lo- a lot of awesome to use the nineties or early O's, the awesome sauce or whenever the heck that's from. O seven, O five. I don't know what. But uh, yeah, uh, from my standpoint, uh, it couldn't have been a more miraculous and wonderful weekend. And to be honest, uh I found that I, I had to rush back to Texas. I was going to take my old sweet time, hang out Monday, drive part of Monday, stay someplace and come back on Tuesday. Fine. No problem. Well, I find out that my daughter and granddaughter were flying in from San Diego on Wednesday. So it's like, oh, OK, well, I got to get home. I got it. You know, I got I'm going to have stuff to do on Tuesday. I, I kind of got to get home. So even though I didn't leave stupid early, uh, on Monday, I left. I think I finally left Wheeling about 9 a.m. I drove straight through, mm. booked it. Um, unbelievable. It took me 18 and a half hours coming up with some rest breaks and a meal break and this and that. I made it from the North Coast to the South Coast in 15 hours. Wow. <laughs> I was like, I got in here at literally midnight on the dot Monday night. And I was like, well... <laughs> Woo! You know, 
So I, I must have been on something. I think it was Fumfest and Dementia, you know. So it, it was really uh, pretty amazing. So, yeah, fantastic time all around. And thanks to everybody that came out and who supported it and, you know, everything. Uh, really, again, I, I'm still a little mystified. Uh, probably COVID, but I don't know. I'm still a little mystified that with as many people we have in the Dr. Demento Facebook group that there weren't, you know, scads and scads of hundreds and hundreds of people. But those that were there wanted to be there. And it really showed. It really, really showed. It, there was such good vibes uh, the whole weekend. So that's fantastic. Yeah, it was just, it was a lot of fun. And I, I Absolutely. miss you. Absolutely. I miss you, nut jobs. <laughs> nut job! Okay. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, with events like that, it's like there's 200 people there. You personally know 175 of them. And at best, you get quality hangout time with like two and a half of them right. over the course of the weekend. <laughs> Well, that's so because we, like we're working the convention, you know, we're doing yeah. things to make the event work. You know, we can't just, I can't just like go out into the, into the audience and hang for 15 minutes with, with people, you know, I mean, I do that, but I'm watching the performers. I can't just like go sit with shoebox and chat while there's a performer on stage, yeah. you know? So, so Chris, <laughs> you, posted, yeah. you posted a song. Somebody did. It wasn't me, but somebody did. Well, yeah. that's right. Spaff Post actually posted the song, but you worked on it. You're the only one who worked on it who was here because uh, Spaff worked on it. Bob Emmett worked on it. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, yes, we're doing our impression of Walmart, evidently, uh, just because that was the one that happened, I guess, to be in his queue and... Seem to be just the right place at the right time for the song. So I know we have a number of people in the community that, how dare you put a Christmas song out before Thanksgiving? But hey, listen, it, how you know, not free enough for you? What can I say? But uh, I know we've got the Christmas stuff out a little bit early. Uh, it's the newest one from the north side of the pole. It's Money Shot Cosmonauts, and this is part three. It's a parody of Money, and it's called Frosty. There it is. Happy 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 Off of my hat 
I had to wait till that happy birthday came in at the end. Oh, well then, happy new year instead! <laughs> uh, so, Wildcard in the chat wants to know when we're going to get parts one and seven to complete the set. Whenever we get around to recording them, should be before 2036, I think. No, actually, uh, that's interesting because uh, Spaff has actually been uh, approached by uh, somebody in the music uh, trade about uh, putting this album out on vinyl, perhaps, uh, probably by next Christmas. So I, that actually gives us an impetus to uh, get, get going on it and uh, actually finish it. Although I don't know about part seven. I, I'm only aware of up to part six because that's the uh, Eclipse section, uh, which we've already done, which was the first one that we did mm -hmm. years ago, like 11 or 12 years ago. We've been working on this album more off than on for 11 or 12 years now. So it's like, ah. But uh, it's it's when when Bob has the time to do the music, and I have the time to think about you know the vocals or whatever music I might contribute to it and things like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I also want to, in the same breath, I probably want to answer another question that came in on Twitch. Uh, I, I'm I didn't produce I don't produce the music for these particular parodies for the Money Shot Cosmonauts tunes. That's primarily Spaff doing his lyrics and Bob Emmett doing the music. I have uh, contributed more instruments in instruments uh, <laughs> no, printed lips. I've contributed more <laughs> instruments in recent years to the tracks. It used to be Bob played everything, but I don't know if he was originally he was he uh, was aware at first that I do play and that I'm not just a comedy singer, if you want to call it that. Mm -hmm. But uh, I do, you know, since he now knows that I play, he's like, okay, I've put down the skeleton of keyboards and some drums, maybe a guitar. Now, if you want to add bass. If you want to add some guitar leads or something like that, or various parts you hear, so now we have a bit, even maybe a bit of a fuller sound now because it's Bob and I playing instruments on on this. And as far as this project goes, it's pretty much trying to cop as close to the original sound 
uh, of the record, kind of like Al does with his parodies. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, okay, you know, the, the right snare drum for Bermuda, or in Bob's yeah. case, you know, the right uh, digital drum kit, if you will. So uh, it, it's a joy working with Bob, even if it is remotely. And I've I've only met him in person, you know, a couple times, you know, once or twice, I think, in all these years. But uh, you know, he's he's just great. And Spaff, my God, what can I say about? Uh, is paradising, as it were. A lot of fun. So, um, Wildcard just linked to part seven on the amiright.com website where Spaff originally posted the lyrics. And he has part seven as a parody of another brick in the wall called A, a Mother Deck in the Hall. So well, uh, I'm not aware of that being part of this project. So yeah, I mean, he know. has rewritten some of the lyrics from those days uh, on and off. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I, I lost the email that he sent that had his revised. I didn't know there were revised lyrics. So I went to amiright.com and I sang the original lyrics that were there. <laughs> and he's like, this is great, but you sang the old lyrics. I was like, oh, I didn't know there were new lyrics. Sorry, send me the new ones. He goes, no, no, these work better. I'm like, great, cool. Thank you. Fantastic. So it all worked out, really. But no, I don't believe that particular uh, that wall portion is going to be part of. No, it, this is going to be strictly a Dark Side of the Moon parody because we've already got the ending. I mean, it was the first one. Uh, yeah, parts five and yeah. six was posted in 2010, back in the day. 2010. Wow. So that's uh, pretty amazing. So uh, we've been uh, we've been on it, we've been off it, but when we come back to it, it's always been like, hey, you know, we're coming back for it. So what's I think what's left to do, and a couple of the uh, instrumental portions, I don't know how we're going to attack those, like the great gig in the sky. I'm not sure how we would approach that because there are no lyrics to parody. Uh, I do know the very first part, breathe. Uh, we need to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't seen the lyrics to that one yet. Um, I have a number of uh, synthesizer plugins that I'm going around in my head. Spaff said he didn't have anything planned for the the, ne- the next section, for the on-the-run section. So I was thinking I would do a, a strange synthesizer uh, soundscape, sort of like on-the-run and maybe call it on the sleigh or something like that. So uh, work in a jingle tuned. bell, you know, melody exactly. or something. <laughs> like on on this song in the background you can hear the 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 Frosty the Snowman theme playing in the music if you listen closely kind of you really have to listen for it cuz it's well hidden but it is in there. Exactly. That that was pretty much the idea. Well, there's an awful lot of saxophone and then there's an awful lot of guitar. Hmm. You know, we can keep going on this, but, you know, the, the parody aspect will get lost in two and a half minutes of solo. So, you know, Bob is really good at, at that, too. The music economy, bringing that down to, OK, let's do eight bars of the Frosty the Snowman thing and then switch to piano in a minor key for the second sec- for the B section, that kind of thing. And then right back to the Pink Floyd section. So uh, uh, it's nice and compact. It's economical. And I think it's damn funny. Yeah, I think well, I, so. this is one of my favorite of the of the North Side tracks. I really enjoy this one. Great, wonderful. I'll tell Spaff. 
<laughs> I'd tell him himself, but he's not here. Yeah, he said he couldn't. And he, he, I just got his email. He said he couldn't, but he would CC me and Bob. Well, I'm here, so. Yeah. Oh yeah, he Thanks finally. Just, Hi, he, Bob. He just replied. <laughs> oh, oh, he did. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it, it is. It is a lot of fun doing a, a, either a, a SPAF project or a uh, like a project sisyphus thing mm -hmm. uh those don't come around very often but when bob does come up with one uh i still love the um every song sounds just like this yes and uh, his wife connie did a great video for it I, it's just so much fun the peep the other people he brings into the mix for those uh and then i brought a couple of people in on the north side project one of whom she probably has forgotten she's done it and i'll have to get her a copy of the album when slash if but probably when we put it out and that's my friend kiki from cleveland who sang on the original uh brain damage eclipse section that we mm -hmm. did uh in 2010 so uh she probably forgotten all about it <laughs> now it's like you still doing that i thought you guys were done with that crap by now no we're procrastinators of the apocalypse as it, it were it took us 12 years to put out six songs <laughs> Who are you, Fleetwood Mac? Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> That's crazy. Where'd Luke go? There he is. Okay. Luke is here. Hi, Luke. Okay. Hi. <laughs> uh, timing. 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 That's it. Yes. But yeah, it, it's always it's always fun to do one of these. Especially, it, it helps to do the parody when you know the tune back and forth. Uh, Bob had already done a bass track, but he says, if you want to play bass on it, please do. I'm like, great, because, you know, bass is my main instrument. Uh, and I added that, the picked guitar. So I added that. He took care of everything. He, he did the slashed guitar chords. And he did that. And he, I don't know if he did it on a guitar or a keyboard, but he did that. Be David Gilmore. Be David Gilmore. No, 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 no. No. Anyway. Uh, that was a Caddyshack reference for you youngins. Uh, I, I remember the first time I heard the original song on the radio. I'm listening to it, and I'm like, like some, something's off. And I'm like, what the hell time signature is this in? And I'm like, one, two, three, four. And it took me a minute to, to get the counting right. I finally figured it out. But, yeah, it was that was a weird one. There aren't a whole heck of a lot of pop tunes in 7-4. No. In fact, uh, that's probably one... One of the very few. I'm thinking and, right quickly in my head. Yeah, playing songs with that, uh, you know, signature is difficult. I mean, they're trying times. Yes, they're very ah, trying times. Hey, yes. oh, oh, hashtag. <laughs> hashtag 7-4. Somebody sold a, a mask of that last year that, that had the time signatures, and I, I think 7-4 was one of them, and then there was like, I don't know, nine sixteen or something like that, and and it said these are very trying times. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I can think of another one. Maybe not a hit single, uh, but a well-known tune that's in 7-4, and that's Salisbury Hill. Peter Gabriel. That's in 7. Don't know the name off the top of my head. I'd prob I'd probably recognize it if I heard it, but I don't know the, the title. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. And come to, to be honest with you, <clears throat> uh, most of All You Need Is Love by the Beatles is in 7-4. Mm-hmm. So, go figure. You know, yeah, it's not, it's not that far out. It's just far, far out enough, man. But uh, <laughs> they made it. Uh, Floyd made it really angular with the line that they wrote, the bass line and everything, and then the way the lyrics 
don't really float over that 7-4, you know. So it's it's tricky. But, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun to do. So it's always fun to do, you know, doing those parodies with those guys. Whether they're parodies or they have been parodies, haven't they? They've pretty much all been parodies yeah. except for... Spaff and Bob pretty much are, are exclusive to parodies for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Like, every song sounds just like this was an original. That was a Project Sisyphus. And so that was, was that? a little bit was different. Well, it was, it, was a, it was a song about how it's so close to other songs, you know. How there's so many uh, elements of every pop song seems to sound like oh okay, you're right here yeah. we go no it, do, it doesn't well at least it, it doesn't say that it's a it's a parody but i thought it right i thought it was maybe i'm thinking of um yeah i'm thinking of all the same by uh dino mike which is a similar idea mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah a lot of fun a lot of fun doing it glad to be back on Le Fump. and uh who knows what'll come next but uh, I'll say this officially, although nothing's etched in stone, of course, but, you know, maybe look out for an actual, honest-to-God, release of The North Side of the Pole by Money Shot Cosmonauts in... Uh, Sometime in the next 12 years. Yeah. yeah, Christmas 2086. <laughs> or 22, even, you know, so you never know. The further away from 2020 we get, the better I think things are going to yep. get. Yep, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm all for, I'm all with you. I'm, even 2019, the further we get away from 2019, the, you know, the yeah. better... Absolutely. Are. Crazy stuff. Love, I love it. All right. So anything you'd like to plug? Oh, gee whiz. Uh, well, it's it's sort of a corollary. It's, it's not really uh, um, related to the fump or to this song, but I think it's pretty darn cool. Uh, and, and I can try to condense it as quickly as I can. It's sort of a, Chris, what's been going on in your life the last week? And that's that the producers of a Bonzo Dog Band box set that'll that is coming out in the near future uh one of the packages i received uh when i got home from fun fest last monday night was a rare acetate from the studio in the 1960s of the bonzos one side was an like an alternate mix of a song on their first album but the other side was a completely different demo recording made in, I guess, the manager's office or the publisher's office, I don't know, of one of the songs on the first album. A completely demo rehearsal run-through kind of thing. It's never been heard. How I ended up, was lucky enough to end up with it, I had, ah! So I started to get contacted by these people who were doing this box set of the Bonzos, this big uh, retrospective, and they asked, can you put that on a computer and send it to us so we can restore the vinyl? I'm, yeah! So I ended up contributing a number of tracks from my collection to this upcoming box set that's going to be coming out, uh, you know, maybe next year or something like that. So I'm like, whoa, that's can you awesome. take pictures of the labels and some of your rare Bonzo items, you know, a 45 from India or some, you know, that kind of thing. So I've been like sending these guys and I found out the guy who's doing the audio restoration is Andrew Sandoval, who has been doing all this work for the monkeys for the last 20, 25 years, wrote the book on the monkeys that has been huge. Uh, the monkeys, a manufactured image, and has done all the work for Rhino with all the monkey stuff. So I've been emailing back and forth with him. Can you send me this? Great, thanks. Can you do that? You know. So it's been like, oh my God, I'm going to contribute. I'm going to be part of this Bonzo Dog Band box set. That's awesome. I mean, wow. So my name's going to be in the booklet and my photos are going to be in my 
transfers are going to be on the the thing. And I'm going to get a free copy too. Oh boy. <laughs> but that's I all that it. matters, right? That's all that I matters. I would have <laughs> shelled out for it. Believe me, I would have shelled out for it. So that's uh, you know, that's kind of what's going on. And uh, for those who else who aren't uh, connected with me on Facebook, grandson. Okay. You know, I got a yay. I have a little guy. And uh, so, you know, and his name is almost his name. It's it's Luca, but with a C-A. <laughs> so that's what it is. So not to be confused with a Suzanne Vega tune. Right? Well, Suzanne like Vega, the Kate Pixar Bush. film. Depends on which floor yes. you're living on. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's what's going on in Saladland. Basically, I'm trying my darndest to get back to have a chunk of time that I can record power salad music. I'm hopeful that in the next few days I can clear my decks enough that I can do some of Craig's uh, work now and lyrics and stuff and get a new song up on the fump. So I'm knocking on wood. See, wood, <laughs> see what I'm doing here? Ha, 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 Wood. I said wood. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Awesome. So otherwise, it's powersalad.bandcamp.com and the tambourinepeople.com. Yay for my uh, sunshine pop project. That is uh, now the test pressings have been approved and it's just waiting for the records to come so and the cds by the way which uh, De- uh, for those of you watching devo has done my cd manufacturing for me and they are beautiful i don't have one handy to show you but they are i don't either beautiful. they're they, i think i have i kept one i don't know where it is it's around somewhere i could run to the kitchen and get it but that would take time and you'd see my underwear and that's, yeah, that's not okay. fun so <laughs> you don't want to do that anyway enjoy the rest of the cast i'll just sit here and drink my water okay Let's do some news. This is the Fump. Only people with too much time on their hands do jury duty. Only people who got no significant plans do jury duty. I got places to go and people to see. Not stuck with some upright citizenry. It might do it for you, but it doesn't for me. Not jury duty. Wanna, don't wanna, don't wanna, wanna, don't wanna, don't wanna, wanna, don't wanna, don't wanna, wanna, don't wanna, don't wanna brush my teeth. Don't wanna brush my hair. Just wanna watch TV. And then I've got underway. Don't wanna clean my room. That's the Funny Music Project at thefump.com. T H E F U M P dot com. Dryer where all the socks go. There's a hole in space in the back of my dryer. Travels to some place with a piece of my attire, and the situation has grown pretty dire. I'm about to run out of socks. Foom. Foom. Time for funny music news. Something, something, something. In the news, escape from the secret lab in space. Uh, is still going is still happening uh the kicks the gofundme is still going it's up to seventeen hundred and fifty dollars of their two thousand one hundred and twelve dollars and seventeen cents goal and I just realized that the three of you are on the little thumbnail screen up here and shouldn't be why why how do I get rid of you can <laughs> I just move oh let's move you off there there we go all right. Um, all right. <laughs> uh, Quincy, Massachusetts, has renamed a street to Red Peters Boulevard. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Red wants to thank the city of Quincy, Massachusetts, for renaming the street where he was born and grew up. He's honored to be recognized among with his fellow and past Quincy citizens, Lee Remick, Ruth Gordon, Bill Dana, Presidents John and John Quincy Adams, Chance Langton, Stephen Driscoll, and Tommy Caney, and is happy to represent the fine city he loves. So, very cool. Congratulations, Red. The Knuckleheads have a new t-shirt that I believe they're taking pre-orders for now. I'm not sure if it's, it's available at the moment or not. Uh, it is has the a Knuckleheads logo on the front and Don't Pee Pee in Your Pants on the back. And it's available to order at knuckleheads.bandcamp.com. That's knuckleheads with a Z. .bandcamp.com. So check that out. And speaking of the Knuckleheads, we at the Fump are film helping them film their video for Pete in My Pants, and we are looking for uh, footage of people doing the pee-pee dance. You know, hold your crotch, bounce up and down, that type of thing. So film yourself and get it sent in by uh, September 10th. And if you notice the newsletter, I believe, said October. That was my fault because I originally wrote October. I meant September. Deadline is September 10th to get your PP dance videos in. And the August Fump newsletter went out the other day, uh, featuring bits on the Logan Award winners, the Fump Fest wrap-up, new releases, videos, and more. If you didn't see it, you can view it online at tiny.cc slash fump0821 for August of 2021. All right. Anybody got anything else before tour dates? Uh, nope. All right. Nope. Tour dates. On Tuesdays online, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. On Thursdays online, Steve Goody and Brad Tassel. On the second through the sixth in Atlanta, Georgia, the this is Dragon Con. The Brogdingnagian Bards, the Gothicals, Mikey Mason, and Mark Gunn all have concerts throughout the weekend. On the 3rd, in Santa Rosa, California, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. On the 3rd, in Ewing, New Jersey, Larry Tritel. On the 4th, in San Jose, California, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. On the 7th, in Rohnert Park, California, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. The 8th through the 11th, in Elgin, Illinois, Captain Ambivalent. On the 10th, online, Carla Ulbrich. And the 10th through the 12th, in Muncie, Indiana, Mikey Mason. And birthdays. Coming up tomorrow, Xander Genre of the Library Bards. Happy birthday, Xander. Hey, Yay, Library Bards. All right. I mentioned Larry Tritel and a couple of those tour dates. The second song this week is by Larry Tritel. He wasn't able to make it live, and we were not able to schedule an interview with him, unfortunately. But here is his song, Wet Fart. Wet Fart. The messiest type. Wet Fart. It's gonna be hard to wipe I was just passing gas From the hole in my ass When a shit bomb went off in my shorts Oh no It's a fart that is wet Every time that happens I get very upset Oh no It's a big number two Oh, what the hell am I gonna do? Wet fart from the burritos, I guess. Wet fart, what an odorous mess. You all can relate 
you when you flatulate And whoops, out comes a river of poo Oh no, no. it's a fart that is wet Every time that happens I get very upset Oh no, no. it's a pig number two what the hell am I gonna do? Wet fart, the messiest type. Wet fart, it's gonna be hard to wipe. I was just passing gas from the hole in my ass when a shit bomb went off in my shoulder. Unmute, unmute. Okay. Um, funny story about this song. Uh, Larry submitted this song for consideration, and somebody in in the thump voted it as zero. <laughs> and I don't know who it was. I could look it up, but I don't care to. Um, and and I voted on the song, and the song made me laugh, so I gave it a passing grade. And then nobody else voted which means it gets to the end of the voting period and bounces back to me to decide whether or not to post the song. And I was like, hmm. I was like, you know what? It made me laugh. Screw you guys for not voting. I'm posting it. <laughs> That'll teach you to not vote on songs. Even if you have to give it a zero. Or, or it'll teach you that your vote matters not at all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. You know, forget a forget a pirate, a pirate shanty parody that almost makes it, but a song about blah gets pushed through. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay, I get it. <laughs> All right. Uh, do, 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 what do we do? Am I on? Yeah, I'm on. The thing with the. All right. Uh, feedback. Glavin. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. <laughs> feedback. <laughs> feedback. Eclectic Lee wrote. I'm going to ask the possibly impolite question. Devo, feel free not to answer it. What would the approximate cost have been per attendee to make FumFest 2021 break even? I don't know yet. Um, as I said, I'm waiting to get the final uh, numbers and money from Dornail. And uh, once I do, I'll be able to figure that out. Um, but I, I don't know yet. And, uh, and that's it. So I, I'm sorry I can't answer that question at the moment. Uh, but that's all the feedback we got. Big so, corporate sponsors. Yep. Actually, the big. big corporate sponsors. But the, the sponsors we had this year brought in over $1,000. So that was a big help. We, we had a lot of sponsors this year. Thank you, sponsors. Thank, Thank you. you, sponsors. Yes. Teasing. He's a teasing kind of guy. Now you have a job. Yeah, yeah. Teasing. Tomorrow's song is by Lauren Mayer. Yay! And Tuesday's song is not yet posted, and I haven't made either version of the uh, soundbite yet. So I will at some point when I get around to it. Uh, next week's Spotify playlist topic is 
dogs. Oh my god. Yep, that's on there. <laughs> All right, Chris, plug yourself one more time. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, yeah, powersalad.bandcamp.com or the tambourinepeople.com. Hey, hey. And uh, Larry Tritel is at larrytritel.com. And that's about it. Luke, you got anything to plug? Uh, I will mention, <laughs> if Kevin Eldridge is out there listening, uh, this Sunday's, or is it this Sunday or is it the following Sunday? Let me check before I speak too soon. Um, today's the second. So, yeah, this Sunday's new episode of Kyle and Luke Talk About Tunes features an extended interview with person who hasn't been involved with various animated things and various awesome pop culture things, a man by the name of Robbie Rist. <laughs> <laughs> ah, nice. So, so yeah, everyone has that to look forward to. <laughs> Don't call him Oliver. <laughs> Actually, he quite owns it. It's great. So. <laughs> Does he really? Okay, we'll yeah. be school with it, then that's great. Yeah. Yeah, we recorded for about an hour talking about one of the goofy... Uh, preview specials that he was actually in as a part of the show kid video and then we interviewed him and that lasted about two hours so <laughs> <laughs> but it's all fun all right let's get out of here thank you for listening to the funny music podcast i'm devo spice i'm Lutsky. and i'm some guy in texas okay okay thank you for listening to the funny music podcast you can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org and join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefunk.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week where you'll hear Luke Ski say, Uh, I have too many crushes on TikTok of uh, cosplayers. <laughs>